News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Housing is, of course, all the papers this morning. Really startling figures on the front of the Irish Times from a report from the Housing Commission that we need 62,000 homes per year, not the 33,000 homes per year that uh, Housing for All is aiming to build. Meanwhile, in a separate report from Mitchell McDermott on the construction sector, it found that there is a log jam on at on board Planola, which has left almost two thirds of uh, strategic housing developments development applications yet to be decided upon, which is almost 30,000 housing units stalled. Tom Phillips is Managing Director of Tom Phillips Associates and Adjunct Associate Professor of Architecture and Planning at UCD. Good morning to you, Tom. Let's start with the issues at on board Planola, that log jam. Does this finding surprise you? No, Kira, it doesn't because there's been a problem with the board recently in that when we talk about on board Panola, there's, a, there's about 160 or 70 employees, but the board itself has been down to four or five people recently. So the actual people who make the decisions have been depleted down from what should have been 10 down to four or five people. So there's very few people making with a very big workload and the workloads have just increased recently. And output of that is that there aren't the people there to process the assessments of planning appeals. Okay. So in effect, is this dysfunction at on board Planola? That, that it's not just the volume and the volume is large, clearly, but but there is this dysfunctionality that we've, we've been talking about over the last number of months. No, at, I, wouldn't, at board I, wouldn't, level. I wouldn't. I wouldn't portray it as dysfunction. I would portray it as the fact that members of the board have defined periods in which they're in the board and for different reasons some of them have left their tenure has finished and they haven't been replaced as quickly as would be ideal now what's what's positive because we can be always very negative but what's positive is the minister has brought out new new legislation that says that they can increase the number of board members from 10 to 14 and that has been put in place in the last few weeks there's a new chairwoman last week chairperson last week one of the people there who's been there for a few years chris mcgarry has been appointed as deputy chairman and three civil servants have been brought in from different departments to boost the number. So they're now up to about, I think, nine people and they've got the potential to an extra five people once they're identified. Okay. And, and will that move it from, because it, it sounds when you say that there's, there's you know, tens of thousands of decisions to be made per year and there, there, we were down to four or five. That sounds like it wasn't fit for purpose. Will, will these changes be enough to clear the logjam, I suppose, is what people want well, to know? They would, but there's a very big load. Obviously, the number actually is 20. The number of appeals usually around 2,300. And ironically, just before Christmas, the planning regulator brought out a report that into the functions of Umborpanola and showed that they actually had 2,300 appeals waiting for them to, to be assessed by the board and 600 had inspectors report and 1700 hadn't yet so that's the worst it's ever been in terms of a backlog but they're trying to work through it but what, what, when you say the board now if you had 14 people there's a quorum of three so you could have actually four effective boards working at the same time on certain jobs they, they should be able to clear it pretty quickly if they get the people but one of the problems about getting the people is getting people who understand the planning system because it's not something that you just learn overnight yeah. and it's a very it's a very onerous position it's also something that people don't probably appreciate is the fact that once you become a board member, you have to cut a lot of your social ties with people who might be in the property business because you can't be seen to be associating or socialising with people who are in the property business or developers. In a small country, a lot of people who would know about development might have friends in that situation. So you can't talk to them. But there, it, it, there, so it's are a you very saying positive route it's not a very, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth at all, but it's not a very attractive position as such because it, it's quite onerous. They can't be seen to, to socialise. And obviously, if they're involved in planning, they're involved in, in that whole milieu of, of architecture 
manufactured development, construction. Correct, like, like yeah, these yeah. are the people that they probably know socially. Exactly. And, and it was, you know, two of my classmates and good friends of mine were board members and I couldn't socialise with them for several years while they were in the board. I just couldn't. I mean, they would be assessing schemes I might be involved with. And you couldn't do just it. Just lastly, on, on board panel before we move on, is it fit for purpose? Is the structure, the design, all of that, is it, is it now an obstacle to planning or is it something that facilitates planning? I think it facilitates. I mean, I, I'm at the receiving end of decisions I may not like from time to time, but I think it is a very good organisation and, and I okay. think it's what happened in 2022 has been unfortunate, but there's been, there's, there are new structures being put in place. It's being, they're having two new divisions that are being brought in and hopefully they get the resources that they need from government to allow them to do the job because they have a huge responsibility. I mean, Ireland Inc. needs the board to function. Um, moving on, Tom, I don't know if you've seen the front of the Irish Times this morning, but there's a big headline. Research indicates an annual need for 62,000 new homes. Findings show that the state require between 42 and 62,000 new homes. The Housing for All strategy that has been rolled out that is supposed to address Ireland's housing problem has a target of 33,000 new homes, which looks like we're just going to be adding to the backlog that we need every year if that's what's happening. Your view on, first of all, these figures and what needs to change? Well, I, I concur with that. I'm, it's, it's from the Housing Commission and I'm aware of, the, of the, the work that's gone into it. And I would agree with that findings that the figures in Housing for All are understated because even situations like having 70,000 Ukrainians yeah. coming in after the census was done in 3rd of April last year and then within a few weeks there was a sudden influx of Ukrainians, let alone people from other countries. So we have a, an increasing housing need. We've got net migration, more people coming in than going out. There's also the issue of obsolescence that houses themselves need to be reviewed over time. So we've understated and always these figures from the 2016 report and the 2021 report is that it, it, we've been playing catch up all the time and that yes. just keeps adding and adding and adding. But so I'm, it, I'm, the figure I'm, is higher. I'm wondering, we keep hearing, you know, that 33,000 was the figure for housing for all. And we were doing very well. We built 27,000 units last year. But actually, if 62,000 is the requirement and we built 27, that means we last year, instead of us saying, yay, we built 27,000, we should be saying we have a shortfall of 35,000 this year alone. So so Agreed. are we skewing this all together? We're, we're looking at it, the glass as half full, but actually it's becoming increasingly half empty. It's a good way good way of putting it. We're underperforming in the delivery of housing and you can see it as well in the number of one-off houses. So that's single houses being built in the country. Looking at the, the planning regulator's recent report is showing that, that that's a much higher proportion of the housing stock. And that's the wrong way to go? Built. And it's the wrong way to go because we need to be building multiple units and the judicial review, which I think is a big problem, that there's a lot of people are judicially reviewing projects. Well, I have letters on file from politicians that I see in the paper at the front of Raise the Roof marches and then a week later, we're getting letters in on schemes we're doing saying objecting to the scheme. So we have a problem. Are, with are politicians speaking out of both sides of their mouths on this? And certain ones are, yes. They, they, I've, I had one example one time where a politician wrote in in favour of a scheme and opposed to the same scheme. So it, it does happen from <laughs> time to time. Unbelievable stuff. Look, thank you for that indeed. That is Tom Phillips, their Managing Director of Tom Phillips Associates and Adjunct Associate Professor of Architecture and Planning at UCD. Wow, mistake. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.